Hello, America. Let me tell you about uh, Jace Medical, our uh, sponsor. Um, Jace Medical is a group of people that I met, I don't know, a couple of years ago, three, four years ago. And uh, they answered the question that I have been trying to answer for 20 years. Medicine. If everything breaks down and I'm a prepper, what do I do about medicine? That's where Jace Medical comes in. JaceMedical.com. What you do is you they, they make these personalized emergency kits. And they start with the five essential antibiotics that treat most common and deadly bacterial infections. And they expand this, uh, this box under your direction. They added ivermectin, I think, as an option in the Jay's case. But you can get a prescription and get a year's worth of your family's needs in medicine. So if there is a shortage, you have everything you need. JaceMedical.com. That's J-A-S-E Medical.com. Enter the promo code Beck at checkout for a discount on your order. It's promo code Beck at JaceMedical.com. Good news, there is a God for the first time ever. A 13-year-old boy has beaten the original Tetris. It is just the coolest moment you've ever seen. I didn't even know that nobody had ever beat it before. The reaction on this kid's face is just incredible. But I want to share that with you because it's a cool moment. But I'm going to show you how Everything ties in Epstein, including that story. I'll show you in 60 seconds. Let me tell you about my pillow. They've got new products out and they have overstock and clearance products. They're they're marking down absolutely everything if you use the promo code back at mypillow.com. You can get 50% off their MyPillow 2.0 or 50% off their new flannel sheets. They're gonna go fast. The six-pack uh, six towel set going for twenty nine ninety eight. It's enormous. A blowout sale for my pillow. Absolutely everything. Take advantage of the free shipping offer on larger items such as mattress toppers and one hundred percent made in the USA. And on a sale for as low as ninety nine ninety nine. Kitchen towels, dog beds, blankets, everything on sale. Deep, deep discounts at mypillow.com. Click on the radio listener special square. Check on uh, my name. Just put Beck in there, and you'll find everything that's on sale. Remember, enter the promo code Beck. 800-966-3117. 800-966-3117. Or MyPillow.com. 
So you were, if I'm not mistaken, Stu, um, you were a big deal in your school <laughs> when you were, what, in high school, I mean, right? it's, it's the, the biggest accomplishment of my life. Yeah, it was definitely sure. before high school, I will <laughs> say. But it was, uh, I was the first kid in my high school or school, middle school, whatever it was, to beat Mike Tyson's punch out uh, back in the day on Nintendo. Mm. And when you beat Mike Tyson, it was like, I, I, I remember kids coming up to me. I didn't even know, like congratulating me. That is so It's funny. the only real accomplishment I've had in my life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it got all and downhill it really, from there. It really dwarfs everything else you've done. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's quite true. So, you know. But like, I, I don't know. I mean, we, this kid is like, is incredible. We watched the video before the show started, yeah. but it's like. Now, I can't even imagine that's a big deal because five seconds after the game comes out, there's somebody online beating it. Like, I mean, Tetris came out when? In the 80s? 1984. 1984? I think for Nintendo. No one Mm. has ever completed the game. That's amazing. It's incredible. So on YouTube, this kid, he's from from Oklahoma. Uh, He's... He's just playing Tetris, and he's he's got it on YouTube. Forty-one minutes of him just playing Tetris, and uh, then you know how it gets faster and faster and faster and faster to where you know it always you know just builds up, and you're like, okay, I'm doomed. Impossibly fast, Impossibly and everyone fast. loses. Right. right? He hits all of those. Do we have the clip? Listen to this. Here he is his playing. <gasps> amazing he is and he's not performing for the camera it's like he completely forgot that the camera's on it at one point he says i can't feel my hands (laughs) (laughs) it's just so cool just so cool uh did you see the tetris movie yes i did yeah okay which is a great you want to talk about a movie uh, that's great to tell you a great story about capitalism oh yeah as opposed to socialism oh yeah and communism so the the idea of the movie is that Tetris was actually come the somebody that came up with it was a Soviet citizen. Well, you can't do things like that in the Soviet Union, you know? So I don't remember the state owned it, right? Yeah. The state owned everything. Yeah. The right? state owned it. If you achieve something in the Soviet Union, the state owns right. it. And so somebody found out that that game uh, was still available not in the arcade, but for like PlayStations or what was the yeah, first consoles? Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. the gaming consoles. And so this guy had this idea: I'm going to go over to Russia and I'm just going to buy the rights. Well, there's no such thing as rights over in Russia. So the whole movie is about him trying to negotiate and get the rights, and then a, a nefarious character steps in. And this Robert guy, who is, he was a member of parliament, he owns all the newspapers, he's a billionaire, everybody loves him, uh, he's, uh, he's the guy, the real life guy, you know, uh, tried to buy uh, Manchester United, everybody knows him, he's a war hero, but in the movie, he's a big fat cigar smoking oaf uh, that is just a dirty, dirty guy. Well, 
he sends his son to go to the Soviet Union and get Tetris. Do whatever you have to do, but you get those rights. Okay. So the battle in the movie is between these two guys, just a, an American who's just out on his own, has no money, battling not only the Soviet Union, but this billionaire uh, in uh, London. If you haven't watched the movie, it's well worth it. Well worth it. So I told you when we started that I would show you how everything today is connected to Jeffrey Epstein. The guy who is the Robert character in that movie is Robert Maxwell. Ghislaine Maxwell's dad. Okay. Right. So. uh, That story in and of itself is insane. Oh, do you know his story? I mean, she was, if I remember correctly, she was very wealthy. He was very wealthy. And the whole thing blew up at one point. So he's, it, and it shows the beginning of that in the Tetris movie. So he, first of all, he is living in Czechoslovakia during World War II. All of his family is rounded up by the Nazis in Czechoslovakia, and they're all gassed. He survives because he had escaped to France. He gets to France. He's, he's fighting in the underground with the French. And then uh, the Nazis take over France, so he has to go over to England. So he goes over to England. He begins to organize a resistance in England with the English, and he goes back. He lands on the beaches of Normandy. He's an incredible war hero. He, he storms the beach, and he's the guy who climbed the cliff and went into the machine gun nest and killed them all. Okay, in in where he was. Um, So he wins, you know, all kinds of awards and everything else. He becomes a British citizen um, and uh, and he just goes into business and he's a news. He becomes a newspaper publisher. He owns the Daily Mirror. Uh, He owns uh, what else? The Daily. He ends up owning the New York Post here in America. And uh, is just gobbling up everything. Very pa- He's Rupert Murdoch today. Okay. The Tetris thing happens. And you remember in the movie how much his uh, father was, you got, you have to get Tetris. You have to get Tetris. And then what happens when he loses? His son comes back and says, He comes back and says, wait, I'm hearing rumors that you've taken from the pension fund, dad. What happened was his whole empire was crumbling. Now, he was bulletproof. He was a member of parliament. He was Teflon. Nothing ever stuck to this guy. The foreign office in uh, England said he's a Mossad spy. However, he's not just a spy for Israel. We think he's a spy for Russia, too. We think he's a, a uh, what do you call it, a, a three-way spy. Um, he's turned mm. twice mm. Uh, and uh, is making money and providing information for Russia and Israel. But nobody could ever make any of that stick. He then uh, has his company start to fall on hold, uh, hard times. 
and he starts stealing from the pension fund for the employees. And he's like, well, we'll just make it back. Well, he's caught because everything begins to collapse. He's now going to prison. And guess what happens to him? He commits suicide. Or does he? It's still to this day murky, just like Jeffrey Epstein. Did he really kill himself? Did somebody have him killed? Or did he, did he, uh, uh, was he, you know, was he pushed? He died on his yacht. Uh, he was, you know, big into yachting, but he fell off of his, off of his yacht and drowned. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So that's who Ghislaine Maxwell's dad is. So when you're hearing today the story of Jeffrey Epstein, and it's, I, don't, I don't know why this feels like a new story to so many people, um, but when you're hearing the story now that, you know, Epstein might have been a spy for, the, for Mossad, absolutely he's a spy for somebody. He was absolutely a honeypot guy for some country, maybe multiple countries. And probably this country. Uh, I mean, he is, this is the kind of stuff we did in World War II, except we did it with women. But that, I guess, is not shameful anymore. So you got to do it with little kids. God help us on what comes next. Um, but uh, if you look at now what is being, what is coming out, we've, We've suspected, we don't have proof, but we suspect that he was part of an intelligence agency and he was blackmailing elites uh, and he would uh, get them on tape and then get them to do whatever his bosses needed them to do. Now, at some point, it's interesting because he got a get out of jail free card. He had a uh, do not prosecute agreement with the government that he knew about going into jail. Do not prosecute. It was only a matter of time before his attorneys. He had bail hearing two days after his suicide. And um, his attorneys were going to present the do not prosecute. It was only a matter of time before that happened. So why would he kill himself? If he knew the United States government couldn't do anything to him, why, why would they go after him? I mean, why, I, would, I, he, I, why I, would he take paper sheets he did have a do not prosecute uh issue but that was i mean i don't think that was going to hold up at the end why? of all this this but stuff why can, well because the i mean first of all i don't know how it's even possible for that thing to exist it was bizarre mm-hmm. it was like mm-hmm. hey some local mm-hmm. uh you know area is going to say that you, no other authority, including the federal government, can prosecute him for any crime. Like it was like it's such a bizarre arrangement in the first place, mm-hmm. which is one of the reasons why people are so suspicious of the whole situation. Um, but I don't think it would have held up. I don't think he would have been able to say, "Okay, well, you have to let me go." They wouldn't have. They, they all knew about this when they arrested him on the tarmac. So I have to tell you, 
um, they did know about it. I don't think it would have held up because scrutiny. And because people were so aware of everything that was going on, and uh, it started to come out that, I mean, the first time that Jeffrey Epstein was prosecuted, do you even remember that? Not really. Yeah, not really. Yeah, I mean, it was more of a Florida thing, mm-hmm. and I remember kind of, yeah, but not really. We talked about it a little bit at the time, but Correct. it wasn't a huge story. Correct. Now everybody knew who he was. So let me finish my theory here in just a second. Sometimes all it takes to make a little difference in the world is picking the right companies to do business with, and that is Patriot Mobile. The beautiful part is that you're making a good difference in your own life as well as in other people's lives. Uh, you don't, I don't carry a cell phone, but I have a cell phone. It's constantly charging next to my bed. Um, but uh, I, care, I have one because I want to support this company. They are great, and they are active, really active. First of all, let me tell you what they do. It's a mobile phone service. They will give you exactly the same coverage. Whatever big three you're on, if you love your coverage, oh, I got great coverage. That's fine. They'll give you exactly the same coverage because they're piggybacking on the big three. They're on the same cell towers. Okay. However, they're going to give you a better price so you'll save money. And here's the real kicker. They are... People that actually believe in the Constitution, they believe in our Bill of Rights, they believe that our kids should not be taught, you know, that white people are all guilty and never being able to be forgiven. All of that garbage, they're actually fighting. They take a lot of their proceeds and they invest it back into groups that are fighting for the Constitution. It's PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. Stand with the people who are standing with us. 972-PATRIOT. 972-PATRIOT. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. 10 seconds. Station ID. So uh, Tucker Carlson did an interview with uh, Epstein's brother. And he points out that he was just days off from a, a bail hearing uh, and his brother wasn't suicidal, et cetera, et cetera. Okay. Let's just ask a few questions here. If he didn't kill himself, who did? Well, I think we should start asking some questions. We should find out who was in that cell block. The one who is currently dead or missing is the one most likely that killed Epstein. Who was in the the cell block? Imagine if they would have tried to put Epstein on trial. What a show that would have turned into. Okay, If they wouldn't do it, all of the questions that would be asked. So this coupled with the broken cameras... The cellmate that was removed from his cell the day before he died. The guards who falsified the records and then both (laughs) fell asleep. I mean, really, don't you have to be a complete moron to not at least think that's a pretty good possibility that something nefarious is going on? Did anybody find out who exactly ordered the cellmate to be removed after telling the Justice Department that someone would be in the cell with him? 
Who, who made that call? Why did they make that call? I haven't heard anything about that person. Has, have they ever been challenged and asked exactly why did you do this? Who was the person that was removed? Has that, has that prisoner been interrogated and asked what was going on the day before? I think a private investigator would, uh, I mean, this would be a really, this would be a big story if you could get to it. How about the two prison guards? Have their lifestyles changed at all? Or do they just, you know, walk clean and find new jobs? They were both sleeping. What happened to those guys? How is Maxwell still alive? The Tiger King will do interviews from jail, but not a peep from her. Where are the books, the logs, the tapes, the videos, the details? I can guarantee you. They're going to somehow go missing. That's what's going to happen. This is a giant game of Tetris that maybe 40 years down the road, some 13-year-old kid will finally crack the code. But I don't think we're going to see the end of this. And I'm, I'm worried because people are just starting. People are so hungry for justice. And they're so hungry against the elite and the powerful that when you see these people who are listed, that doesn't mean they're guilty of anything. And people are like, we got to get them. We got to get them. No. But just a note to the government. This is what you created. Not me. Not any. Uh, talking head on CNN or Fox or online. This is what you created. You create this when you lie repeatedly and destroy your credibility. And your solution is to silence people who are questioning. It will only make it worse. At some point, there has to be a reckoning. And, uh... I don't know how we get there, but it has to happen, and hopefully it won't be a vigilante reckoning. The truth must be told. Glenn Beck. Together, you and I, we're on an incredibly important journey of preserving the past, and that journey begins at your home, making sure that the individual precious memories that you have the ones that you've made with your family growing up and the ones that you're making with your family as you're raising kids. We have to make sure those endure the effects of time. I want you to, I want you to know about a partner of mine that is really remarkable. It's Legacy Box. They are the industry leader in preserving all of your old photos, camcorder tapes, VCR tapes, film reels. They digitize them in a way that they can easily be enjoyed, shared, organized, and preserved. They do all of the work here in the United States with a team of over 200 trained technicians. I know because we sent in wedding pictures and everything else to Legacy Box. I know how stressful that is. And do I get my do I get all the originals back? Yes, you do. And it's all here in America. They'll send you the originals back and you get the digital copies as well. 
LegacyBox.com slash records. Save 50% off now. LegacyBox.com slash records. Go there now. LegacyBox.com slash records. And it's BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. Just uh, go to, you use the promo code Glenn Plus. You'll save 30 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. Are we becoming a third world country? The answer to that question, I fear, is yes. And a Blaze original documentary uh, I'm releasing next Thursday. Uh, and Monday, I'll give you a, a quick uh, clip of it all, all next week. It'll be available for, uh, for Blaze TV subscribers only for about a month. Um, it, it is a, an in-depth look at Colony Ridge. Colony Ridge is... Uh, a, a a much more nuanced uh, story than uh, I was led to believe. It seemed so open and shut. And then when you get there, mm, is it? One thing is clear. It is like traveling to Mexico. It is, it's, it's a very, very large area. Uh, that will have probably 300,000 people living in there. None of them really speak English, or most of them don't speak English. Uh, and it is what is coming all over our country. And it will dramatically change our country. Colony Ridge, Blaze TV subscribers, the documentary will come out next Thursday uh, please join us at Blaze TV. This one will really put into perspective everything that's happening on our border. Welcome to the program, Pat. How are you? Perfect. Yeah. You? In almost every way. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, and Stu is uh, with us. Should we spend just a little bit more time on uh, Jeffrey Epstein? Because you think that I'm way out on an, a limb here. You've built multiple theories on top of multiple theories, yeah. which may all be true, but I, you know, it feels like, you know, you've gone okay, down so a road let me see you if you let me just the see the, the two of you mm -hmm. uh, where what you think is a I mean, they're all theories, we don't know cuz we don't have any evidence. But what seems like a conspiracy theory that is like crazy and what one is like, ah, I think I, that's probably true. Jeffrey Epstein was he an an agent for the CIA, the Mossad, or somebody? Was he doing this at the behest of some government and collecting power for that government? I think that's possible. Plausible or possible? <laughs> right. Somewhere I, in there. Now, remember, this is the, the first building block of the theory you just <laughs> unleashed, which you said this was definite. So, I, I think like, it is. I, right, I think and you may be right. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's, but, like, I think I, it's really clear. Yeah, that's just why I, okay. I don't know. It's it's, to me, it's still a leap. Like, we don't know for sure. Although it, it seems like a plausible theory, right? I mean, all the stuff, all the people he was connected to. Elaine Maxwell's dad was a spy mm. for Russia and the Mossad. I mean, mm. it's, I mean it's pretty. And what I, if, how else do you get away with what he did? How else do you get away with it for that long? I mean, he wound up dead. 
Yeah, right, in right. jail. Yeah, I didn't wind up uh, getting away. I mean, I don't but, know. Getting away have, was again, exactly how I would term that. But again, with a do not prosecute order from the federal government. Mm. Listen to his. Mm. Listen to his brother. Can we play this cut? This is from. Um, this is from Tucker Carlson. He's doing an interview with Epstein's brother just a couple of days ago. Plus, there's reasons why he wouldn't kill himself. Then he had a <laughs> hearing scheduled for uh, to appeal the bail decision coming up in a few days. And uh, the bail was being uh, increased. So there's a chance he could have got bail, even as unpalatable as that might have been to some people. You know, in the United States, you're entitled to bail under certain, certain conditions. But, um, you know, so I could see if he went for the hearing for bail and it was denied, then I can see him taking himself out if he didn't want to spend a year in jail waiting for a trial. Yeah. But not a few days before. That makes no sense. Mm. Uh, Carlson goes on mm. to say, you know, it's a deal with the United. No, I'm sorry. His brother says it's a deal with the United States. Mm. And, you know, this, these are this isn't, you know, when you have a deal with the federal government, you have a deal with the federal government. OK, so you believe in the deal. I mean, you know, you recognize that there was a deal. There was a deal for sure. I mean, that was you know reported widely how it could possibly be something that is allowed in our legal system uh, right. is a whole nother story but it was it there was accusations at the time of a local prosecutor there right a district attorney helping yeah, yeah, him yeah. out mm-hmm. uh, through this yeah i mean i it's a little cloudy i am on some of the details of it but okay. i do remember the deal um do you think it's a coincidence that uh he had this swept under the rug by some of the most powerful people over and over and over again. And then when it just couldn't hold water anymore, he he goes to jail and then the the guards falsify the records. They fall asleep. Mm-hmm. The guy who is in the cell with him gone. Who, uh, gone who was promised by the prison the the uh, government was promised there will be someone in the cell with him at mm-hmm. all times. They then remove that guy. All the cameras go out. I mean, no, oh, yeah, I mean, it's a, we've gone over this. We had an we had authors on about this that wrote a book based on this theory that he didn't kill himself. Right? There's all sorts of weird stuff around that, but we don't know for sure. Obviously. So, do you buy that that he killed himself? Uh, I I don't know. I mean, I, I think it's very suspicious, but I wasn't there. Don't know. I don't buy it. I've never thought he killed yeah. himself. I'm not asking you for. I'm not asking yeah. for a conviction here. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm asking. Does that seem right to you? It definitely is a very strange story. Yeah. Right. Like, I yeah. mean, if if you were like, I the way to easily look at this is if tomorrow we came out and there was vi- we found video of him being murdered by someone. Would you be surprised? And the answer to that is no. No. Right. Okay. Like, I would not be surprised Correct. at all. Correct. Um, and I'm not saying who is involved. I have no idea who was involved. It just seems more likely that he was offed. And here's another piece of evidence for that. We're not getting any of the details. We're just getting names. Okay. Yeah. We don't know what these people did. We don't. Right. I mean, just because you had a business meeting with him doesn't mean you were off to pedophile island. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, and. Uh, and so and we're getting this just from an accuser. We we know the federal government. We know that uh, the 
that he made tapes to hold his blackmail. We know that. Everything, including his bathrooms, had cameras in them. We know he had a collection of those things. We know the federal government went into all of his homes and and broke down the door and took, uh, I mean, boxes and boxes of stuff. All the tapes, all the records. Mm-hmm. The FBI has all those things. Why haven't why hasn't the FBI done anything with any of that? It's a good question. And, you know, all the stuff we saw from these documents, like you said, it doesn't really provide any new information. Yeah. We don't know anything better, anything more this week than we did last week. So it's the same is, stuff. This is like the um, Bankman Freed uh, story where the Justice Department, they get him for, uh, you know, uh, corruption and fraud and everything else. They get him for that. But then the Justice Department, when they say, okay, now it's time to look at the bribery. Who was he bribing? Who was he paying off in our government? All of a sudden, they stop it. And they say, we're not going to even go there because, uh, you know, people want a speedy trial. No, really, no, I, I'm not looking for a speedy trial on that one. I want to find out the evidence. And the same thing with this. Why is this mm-hmm. being shoved under the carpet when the American people are all saying, um, what was that story really all about? Well, I mean, Who was really involved in that? The mm-hmm. development this week, though, is that we are seeing these things, right? We've seen more today than we ever have. We have more information about this story than we've ever had as of today. But only and from, only from people that are claiming things. We're not... No, I mean, these do- I'm saying these documents that came out from the from the uh, trial from the trials. Now, to me, there's a whole nother slew of this that is being protected, which which was the raid, right? Like they raided this guy's condo when he's on the tarmac, right? He's being arrested. They raid his condo. They take everything out of there. God only knows what evidence uh, that you yeah. probably wouldn't want to put your hands without gloves on mm-hmm. that existed in that home. And. That's just kind of like we don't know anything really about that, right? Like that wasn't because that he's dead. The trial doesn't go on, and mm-hmm. and do we ever get mm-hmm. to the bottom of that? That's and, weird, and, isn't it? I know, but that's <laughs> yeah. exactly what it is, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. weird. it happens. Yeah, you know, you know not does. in that jail normally. No. Like it's been forty-five years since yeah. anything like that happened. Yeah, but it could uh, happen. But it could happen. It, could it happen. just it happens. Yeah. So you here's know? the here's the last question. You're the president of the United States. It's this time. Let's say you're not you're you're not on either side. You're just like this. All of a sudden, Abraham Lincoln has risen up and he's like finds himself in the Oval Office and he's like, you know, I'm going to do some things while I'm here today. Okay. Uh, And he looks at all of this. Would you release all of it? no matter what it said or not, would it do more damage to the country? I mean, I have an answer, but I'd like to hear yours. Would it do more damage to the country to see that our CIA and intelligence agencies do this kind of stuff for decades and protect these kinds of people for decades and children are just thrown to the wolves? I mean, I think, yeah, of course I wouldn't want to know that, right? I, I mean, I think if so many people suspect it anyway, I don't think it would be that jarring mm. to the American people at this point that our government was doing these types of things. 
But of course I would want to know. Is there a... I mean, there are times where that question is tough to answer because you're talking about, let's say, national security issues, mm-hmm. right? Like, you know, whether mm-hmm. we need to get into a nuclear war. I mean, mm-hmm. there are times where that... But this, I don't think that this rises to that level at all. I mean, but again, I don't know what's in the files. God only knows what's in there. Yeah. I mean, if it's national security issues, then you got to be careful about well, that. Well, everything's national security. But, uh, but everything else, I think, should come out. I mean, we already know the CIA is uh, shady, right? Uh, I think that's a too light of a corrupt, word. Corrupt. Yeah. yeah. Uh, despicable. Evil. Evil. Yeah. Yeah. We already know that. Yeah. And so would it surprise anybody? Mm, maybe a few. Maybe some would be surprised, but I, I wouldn't be surprised. And uh, yeah, I think we should know. Well, I think that we're the ones paying everybody's salary. Yeah. I mean, they always seem to forget that they work for us. No, no, no. We're mm-hmm. protecting you. From whom? You or an outside force? And are you protecting yourself from us? Because mm-hmm. I think America, if it doesn't, if it doesn't vomit all of this stuff out, if it doesn't recognize, okay, we've been bad. And again, I don't need all of the details, but I do need you to take you know, ownership mm-hmm. of where this ship has sailed. And I, I'll, as a citizen, I'll take my part and say, hey, I, I didn't pay attention enough. I've learned my lesson. We'll pay attention more. But uh, unless we vomit this stuff up, it's we we're, we we can never put it back together. Mm-hmm. Do you agree? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and last theory, we'll never know the answer. Yeah, I, I no, I agree with that. Yeah, I yeah, think that's, that's true. a foregone conclusion. Yeah. Which means to me, we don't ever put it back together. All right, let me tell you about Berna. Uh, You have a sacred duty to protect your family, and sometimes that means using deadly force. It doesn't have to. Uh, Did you see see that heartbreaking story about this guy who's lived in this neighborhood in in Indianapolis, and people start to rob his house, and they've got guns, and they hit him over the head with a gun. Well, he has one. They wrestle for the gun. Uh, It it was like a movie, and he accidentally, well, not accidentally, he's, he opens up the door, doesn't realize another guy is is there. He's hearing cars or a car shoot at him into the house. So he shoots. He kills the guy. Doesn't know that he had killed him, and he just breaks down. And he's like, "That I didn't. It's not what I want. I just wanted them to stop." Well, this is what Berna does. It's a non-lethal alternative to safeguarding your home that will send potential threats running in the opposite direction. It is legal in all 50 states. You do not need a permit or a background check. It can be used by all age groups over 18. It's a it's a launcher of tear gas uh, and kinetic rounds that will stop people. And you can do it at a 60-foot range. If you can get within six feet of the people that are trying to get you, you'll stop them with tear gas. It's it's an amazing thing. I want you to just please check this out. I got one for every member of my family. It's Berna, B-Y-R-N-A dot com slash Glenn. Berna, B-Y-R-N-A dot com slash Glenn. Check them out right now. Get 10% off. Berna dot com slash Glenn. Get even more Glenn. Subscribe to the Glenn Beck podcast anywhere podcasts are found. This 
is the Glenn Beck Program. Constitution Wealth is the Patriot's choice in wealth management. Um, think about it for a second. Do you want to avoid shopping with businesses that offend your values? I mean, it can be hard to do, but a lot of people in the audience do that every day, right? Try to do that. Why invest your retirement funds then in the same businesses when you could be aligning your investment money with your values? This is why you yeah. want... why? I don't, I don't know why. See, Glenn had a very good question there. Um, look, Constitution Wealth uh, can help you build a solid investment plan because, you, you know, you have to retire someday and you need to be building up that portfolio as wisely as you can. But where should I go? Well, Constitution Wealth is not only going to help you understand your goals, they're also going to be here to give you the best options as well. They can reduce your investments in things like ESG and DEI, as well as reducing your investments in gambling, that pornography, abortion. Sounds almost too good to be true. Thank you, Glenn. I, I appreciate your important commentary here. You can reduce your investments in woke corporations and you can help fight the culture war with your most powerful weapon, your money and your voice. This is your opportunity to help build the parallel economy by working with an investment firm comprised of professionals who are patriots just like you. Work with an advisor who shares your conservative patriotic values. Go ahead, Glenn. Why would you work with anyone else? Thank you. Constitution... Constitutionwealth.com slash do. I have some disturbing news, Stu, and I hate to do this on a Friday because, you know, usually we like to blow off a little steam, but mm. you get news like this, uh, you just got to bring it right to the table. Uh, researchers are saying now, according to the New York Times, that flowers are evolving to have less sex. Less flower sex? Less flower sex. Mm. Now, we've never touched the very controversial topic of when was the last time you saw your pansies humping in the garden? Um, but true. They're, okay. not, they're not doing it anymore. I don't know when they do it. I've never seen that. Um, but, uh, you know, part of it is, you know, bees and, and birds and others, you know, they'll go and be attracted to it and then they'll pollinate. But, well, we're killing all the bees. And, uh, and so, you know, they're just having to resort to having sex with themselves. Wow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's, uh, that's, that's jarring. Yeah. That's, uh, it I, is. I guess the big question is, how is Epstein involved? There's got to be a way. How do we tie him into this? I don't know if he was in. He's involved in Tetris. We know that. Yeah. Uh, he's involved. He's a, an international spy. Yeah. We know that uh -huh, now. Uh -huh. And now uh -huh. he's obviously affecting flower sex in yeah. some bad way. Maybe, maybe, maybe. The Glenn Beck Program.
entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. Um, I want to talk about the shooting that happened yesterday at Perry High School. Uh, there is... There, there is... I just read the most perplexing story on it. Uh, and, and let me turn that, show it to you, and then turn that into what I think is coming our way in good news. And that's coming up in just a second. Used to be the case that if you wanted to rob somebody, you had to hide in the shadows and wait for them to walk by unsuspecting. Nowadays, it's really easy. All you have to have is a good computer and a mom upstairs cooking you something. And all these unprotected people are online just begging to have everything stolen from them. So much for the good old days. Personal information is out there. Yours, mine, everybody's. It is dangerously easy for a cyber criminal to steal your identity. You have to protect yourself, and it's it's complex. I mean, there's a lot to do. You're not going to be able to do it on your own. You need a good partner. I've chosen LifeLock by Norton. LifeLock will detect and alert the threats that you may not spot on your own. Things like a loan taken out in your name or cyber criminals pretending to be you. If you do become a victim of identity theft, dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist is going to work to fix it. Protect yourself now with LifeLock. Join now at lifelock.com, lifelock.com. Use the promo code BECK and you're going to save up to 25%. 1-800-LIFELOCK, 1-800-LIFELOCK, or lifelock.com, promo code BECK. Okay, I want to give you the headline of this story, but first let me give you the story. All evidence thus far suggests that Butler acted alone. Police have confirmed that one deceased victim of Dylan Butler's shooting rampage at Perry High School was a sixth-grade student and that an improvised explosive device was found on site. Police say the sixth-grade student was at the high school because he was participating in a breakfast program prior to the start of the school day that is located at the high school. 17-year-old student killed one, injuring five early Thursday morning before turning the gun on himself. None of the victims' names have been publicly released. Police say there was no indication the shooting had anything to do with race. During a press conference, police confirmed Butler had murdered a sixth-grade student. Four of those injured were students, while a fifth was a school administrator. The surviving victims are currently being treated in area hospitals. The shooter has been identified as 17-year-old Dylan Butler, police said, noting that he was a student at Perry High School. Butler was found to have been carrying a pump-action shotgun and a small-caliber handgun at the time. He also made a number of social media posts in and around the time of the shooting. All evidence thus far shows that he acted alone. Officers located uh, during the search of the school an improvised explosive device, according to police, and they have rendered the device safe. Okay, you got a lot of information there, right? Yeah, for sure. Lots of information. Now let me give you the headline. Breaking. Iowa police confirm sixth grade student killed by gender fluid Dylan Butler during Perry High School shooting. IED found on the site. Now, why is gender fluid in the headline but not in the story? I don't know. What's that? What is the publication that is giving the us this? The publication Post Millennial. 
Okay, yeah, but the post-millennial certainly would be one to shy away from giving that detail. Obviously, putting it in the headline tells you that, but... Because I haven't heard... I listened to multiple stories about that, and they did not mention the gender-fluid thing at all. Right. Wasn't at all part of the story. Correct. Only conservative outlets But are. it is not part of this story either. I don't, I don't know. That's... I mean, from another publication, I would read more into that. I mean, post, the post-millennial is not... Uh, the type of uh, publication that I think would shy away from. No, I don't think they would shy away from it either. Yeah. But why isn't that in the story? Hmm. I I can't uh, answer that. I don't know. I I mean, I find that, I find that fascinating. I I understand why others would shy away. Right. Yes. And Um, they are. And they, yeah, and they are. It was Um, all about gun. I I listened to a whole report on it. It was all about gun violence. And it was about two things, Glenn. It was about gun violence and the gun violence problem. Number one, hatred. And number two, what do the Republican candidates in Iowa think about it? What are they going to do about it? Why won't they commit to doing something? It's like, well, <laughs> there's so many problems with that type of coverage, but it's it's amazing that they just keep doing it. Like, they just keep rolling out the same reports for these stories over and over and over again. And, like, if there's anything... Look, we have. There's violence in every country. There's a million things that we've gone over before that we don't need to rehash here. But, like, if there's anything new in this type of story, it is. it does seem to be that these types of incidents are happening more and more with people who have these sort of identifications yes. for themselves. And that is a... Because they're confused as it is. Yeah. And then they're being told, oh, just go with it. And it's not helping them. I mean, it's it's this is so our problems are so easy to fix. You could go into any coffee shop in America and you could grab, you know, just the five people who are paying attention out of everybody. Mm -hmm. There are five people here who can name the president and the three branches of government. Can you come on over to my table? We would be able to fix this. If we were put in charge, you'd be able to fix this. A lot of this stuff is so common sense. That's interesting. I think if applied, if applied, common sense would solve a lot of these problems. Yes. But like, in, it, it, think about that in the real world, in this world that we live in. Right no, now. You, you can't. How? I mean, even if you convinced the medical establishment, which I think is a real goal here, and, and I think it is uh, something that is particularly potentially achievable the medical establishment look what you guys have done over the past 15 years with all this gender stuff and and all this is bad we're seeing it happen in foreign countries right yeah, they're reversing the path france it's sweden po- yeah the uk we're, we're seeing progress in that mm-hmm. in that in that world to get back to some sort of rational view here but even if you were to accomplish that there are so many people with so many goals that are at odds with that approach that they wouldn't. I mean, you think the mainstream media is going to abandon this because the, the medical establishment changes? I doubt it. You think, think about all the sites and bloggers and, and influencers and all the people that people actually get their news from that would continue down this road anyway and would still, would still create people like the person who seems to be in this case today, what we know of them. Uh, but those and, and many other examples existed before yeah. they just didn't have positions of power. So the first thing that has to be done is you fire a lot of people. I'm sorry. You know, here's here's the problem. Common sense. Common sense should always rule with rare exception. 
You know, there are times that you're like, okay, I know that makes sense. However, this time, cut the white wire. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. You know? Right. Uh, no, it should be the green wire. No, no, no. I know, usually red and green, but this time, don't cut the green wire. Um, but the problem is, everything is so over uh, Ivy Leagued that the average person goes, well, I, I don't know the answer. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, because I they'll true. be like, right. You're like, what? Well, we saw this with the Claudine Gay situation this week, yes. right? Like, like everybody knows when you steal every other people's work, you should, you're going to get fired as Correct. an academic. And yet every institution went to bat for this woman to explain why, what she, how, what she did was not actually bad. And it was actually racism. And you guys don't understand the, the systemic racism that pushed her to have to do this and right. why we should ignore. And it's like, and everyone says like, all right, I just don't even want to get involved in that. So there's no, you know, the deal is, and, and they'll, and most people will back away from it because they'll feel stupid. They'll be like, I, 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 I don't know. I mean, who am I to argue against? Right. A lot you of know, people will Harvard. Do they'll do it. Fewer and fewer though. I, I think that, I do oh, yeah. think that's, that's going Because away. we used to have, you know, there's, there's balance in all things. Balance in all things. They're supposed to be push and pull. If, if you don't have that, there is no growth. So what happened is we had common sense, and then common sense was looked down upon from the Ivy League. Isn't that cute? He's got common sense. Well, I have uncommon knowledge. And... Everybody was like, well, he must know something that I don't know. No, really, really, the only thing that uh, you may know that he doesn't know is humility. And the one thing that he may know that you don't know is <laughs> arrogance. You know, I, I, I know, me and my people, you know, you need to be taken care of. Are you, are you concerned that the balance is not something we're finding right now like no because i think it's coming it's is it i coming think we're or is it is it closer to what something you've talked about for a long time of more of a pendulum effect because i do i am worried that it does seem at times that we're getting to a place where we're completely ignoring experts i mean i don't think that's the answer either right no it's not <laughs> it's not like it's hey, not but people until have been the this experts right are held by other experts you know until yeah. the medical community says you know what enough is enough mm -hmm. this covid thing it was good here here and here it was really bad here here and here sure. and we got to stop you know just saying that oh no now science knows because that's happened throughout all of mankind and then science learns and they're like oh well now we know Soon as it's cleaned out by its own people, mm. you know, God will clean out his own house first. That's in Isaiah. I will clean out mine own house first. And he will. And that's what needs to happen in all of the institutions, in media. It's got to be cleaned up. Now, it's going to probably take outsiders to do it or a new generation. But it, look, it's already happening. It's already happening. It's just that there's so much money involved at the establishment level 
and they're just holding on by their fingernails. And they'll, I mean, they'll pull all of us down to stop from drowning themselves. Do you think, are you optimistic about the path here? Are you optimistic that the pushback that has come from, I think, common sense, I I would argue, you know, that usually equals a lot of conservative type values, but like there has been a pushback in the media. There has been a pushback in, you know, when it comes to our institutions from more constitutional common sense type thinking will that result in something that is positive at the end is are you comfortable we are with the path at the wire we are coming around the fourth turn and we're all we're all dead even as we're coming towards the wire who's going to win and it will be won by a nose hmm. um and i think it's going to happen this year but what is encouraging is we're seeing things that we haven't seen before i think we are at Peak wokeness. Um, you know, I've been talking about that pendulum theory that Stu has been saying. I've been saying for a while, 2020, what did I say? 2024, 2025 is where we hit the peak and then it starts going the opposite way. I've said that for forever. Um, now, this means it's going to take just as long as it did to get here. Um, but we will, <laughs> the dog returns to its vomit. We will go back to being a very selfish, me, 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 you know, forget the collective culture. It's going to take us 40 years, but we will get right back to where we were. The key is don't destroy yourself at any of the peaks because it's the middle where we really flourish. It's the balance of, no, the individual is important, but so is the collective. We have to balance that. Right now, we're just not balancing. The individual doesn't matter anymore. Doesn't matter. But I see this coming back from really important people. I think Elon Musk has been a turning point uh, in that. I mean, you look at what uh, Bill Ackman said this week or Mark Cuban what a difference. What a difference. I mean, well, the Mark Cuban thing was, we should go through that. that oh, was no, bizarre. it's no. I don't even know. I don't even seem like he doesn't he, even he know doesn't, what the words mean. He doesn't. He doesn't. It's weird. Again, it is the arrogance of people thinking they know. That's what Bill Ackman said. He said, I went to talk to the students and I realized that what I thought they were saying is not what they're saying. I didn't understand it. Mark Cuban just hasn't gone through that, but he will because it's it's happening. It is happening. But (laughs) keep running flat out because it's going to be won by a nose. All right. Let me tell you about GenuCell as we move into the uh, new year. How about a resolution that's easy to keep and delivers immediately on its promise? How about a new you with GenuCell skincare? You can turn the clock back and look 5, 10, even 15 years younger with GenuCell and right now, GenuCell Skincare is celebrating 2024 with its New Year's sales event. You can save over 70% off your GenuCell must-haves in their most popular package. I mean, you got, uh, you know, Valentine's Day, not too far away. Uh, great gift with uh, GenuCell. Say goodbye to those fine lines, the forehead wrinkles, the sagging jawline, dark marks, skin redness, even under-eye bags, and leave them in 2023. GenuCell works for men and women. It's safe for all skin types, and it's perfect for skin of any age. And with its immediate effects, Jenny Cell's promising you're going to get results that you love 
that are guaranteed or you get 100% of your money back. So there's no risk here. Go to GenuCell.com slash Beck. Enter the code Beck at checkout for extra savings. Every order placed is automatically upgraded to free shipping. So don't wait. Go to GenuCell.com slash Beck. It's G-E-N-U-C-E-L dot com slash Beck. 10 seconds. Station ID. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. Uh, I, I, uh, I have to tell you, eventually I will retire from the radio program. I'll never stop working, but I will stop doing this approach to it because the next phase has to happen. You're optimistic that things are, you're starting to see light, right? Mm-hmm. It is starting to swing back. Some movement, yeah. Yeah. The problem is we'll never go the right way unless we know true history. So it is so important to teach history. That's probably what I'll do in my twilight years is just teach history and promote true history from historians and the actual, you know, the actual facts of the case. Uh, You can add your opinion on it, but let's start with what actually happened at the time. Uh, and why it happened at the time, according to the people who were living at the time. Um, but that's one, that's one thing that we have to do. There's so many people right now fighting for the Constitution. Okay, all right. Have you noticed a surge of books about the Constitution? A surge of pocket constitutions? a surge of people calling up and saying, you know, the Constitution, I just, you know, I haven't read it before. I don't know anyone who is doing that. Do you? Not really. I mean, really, in no. mass. Yeah, right. Um, oh, it, it doesn't seem like, you know, I think you could have made that argument in the Tea Party era that was going on. Yes. You know, but I don't but think But not now. so much now. No. And if we don't reconnect with our founding documents then what is it we're going to restore when the insanity stops? Where, where, what, is our, what is our pendulum? What is the, what is the, the cornerstone of what we're doing? Because a pendulum just keep moving back and forth. You need your house built on rock, and our rock is our founding documents. If we don't know those, I mean, what are you fighting for, really, honestly? Well, where America used to be, what it used to be like. Ronald Reagan, Ronald Reagan, Ronald Reagan. What, is, what, what was that? It seems like the main thing people are fighting for right now is not this. Yes. Not this. We don't want this. I don't know what this is. We don't want this. And that is... And there is a growing number of people, I think, on the right. We've heard it from the left for decades. Growing number of people on the right who are saying this doesn't work. Uh, we need to try something new. Mm-hmm. That's that's what the left has been sowing in the right for all of these decades. And there can be positives to that, right? If the if the new thing is going to our constitutional principles and actually using them, I mean, that could be great. But when it's just, it's like we always say with global warming, we've got to do something. Well, what? You know, like if the thing you're doing is much worse for humanity, then it, you shouldn't do something. Uh, so you better figure out what the thing is to do 
And I think there's a lot of thought on like, you know, the energy right now is just like, hey, not this. Whatever this is, stop we got to stop it. Stop, stop, stop it. And stop you got to do that first, right? I mean, everyone talks about that. Like, you know, if your, ba- your same, bathroom tub is leaking, you got to stop, turn off the water first. I at, got it. At the same time, however, you better have an equal uh, amount of effort being put into, but what? That's, that, was, that was the problem with the left. And I fear too many on the right are falling into this trap without even realizing it. The left, A, they can't, they can't actually have a, a functioning government because their ideas are so bad and have been tested over and over and over again and always fail. But they're used to blowing things up. They're better at destroying than they are building. Well, we cannot just be focused on destroying what they are trying to build. What are we going to build? Give America an option. Okay, not that, but what? Glenn Beck. Little known fact, every time a part-time real estate agent sells a house for you, an angel gets its wings. That's why there's not a lot of angels with wings. A lot, a lot. I don't know about you, but over the years, uh, I've been frustrated trying to buy or sell a house um, because of the level of customer service. Or No, it's not even that. It's the education that maybe I have. I've never known how to interview. And I just the people come into your house and you're like, yeah, I saw you on a bus. You got a nice face. I thought we could trust him with the biggest investment of my life. Um, I started doing some research because I was doing work with the 500 best real estate agents in the country, according to the Wall Street Journal. And uh, they taught me what the best practices are. So now I know how to interview an agent. I know, what are you doing on this? What are you doing on that? We have gone out. I started my own company called realestateagentsitrust.com. Gives you the names of the people that we've already vetted, gone through, so you can then ask them questions yourselves and get the best people for you in your area. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Go there now. Buying, selling your house across the street or across the country. Realestateagentsitrust.com. And don't forget to subscribe to Blaze TV. Go to blazetv.com slash Glenn. Use the code Glenn Plus and save 30 bucks. So let's look at that foundation. What are we building? If we don't just want to stop whatever is happening, but we want to have a solution, what is it we're building? There are people talking about solutions. Um, Unfortunately, some of them uh, are very misguided. Christian nationalism is one of them. And I know a lot of people that say, I'm a Christian. I'm not ashamed of it. I love my country. I'm not ashamed of it. That's not Christian nationalism. That's good. You can do that. That's good. What Christian nationalism is, is that the church plays a defining role in the government. Now, the church should play, I think, a defining role in our lives. It should play a defining uh, role in our country but not in our government. 
And uh, Charlie Kirk just brought this up to me and he said, uh, well, Glenn, how are you going to the people are too far gone. You got to force this first. No, no. You know, I think they were pretty far gone as they were nailing Christ to a tree and he didn't force everybody. We're we're at this place right now where. People are confused by terms. And this is what Marxists do. And this is what big government fascists do. You have to be very, very careful. I, t- I just talked to Bishop Strickland. He's the guy who was just fired by the Pope. Uh, he is the uh, fourth bishop of Tyler, Texas. He was, he's, you've, I know you've read about him. You may not remember, but you've read about him. And he's stood up and said, hey, no, we have to be true to our religious theological principles uh and so the pope pope fired him uh i have a podcast coming out today um or sorry tomorrow it's out already for blaze tv subscribers but it's coming out tomorrow everywhere it's worth a listen um i talked to him a little bit about christian nationalism listen to this christian nationalism what's your understanding of christian nationalism Honestly, Glenn, I don't have a lot of understanding of that, okay. but I'm, I don't, uh, it, Christian and nationalism, I'm not sure how that fits together. I'm not, I don't understand it, but to me, you know, Jesus Christ, is, I mean, that's one of the blessings in, you know, the, the goodness that I see in the Catholic Church. It's, Catholic means universal. It's not a nation mm-hmm. of this world. It, it, it's not a nation or a denomination. Mm-hmm. It's a way of living the truth that the Son of mm-hmm. God has revealed to mm-hmm. us. And so uh, just hearing that, I, it sounds like Christian nationalism, there's a lot that I would reject in that concept. I mean, I don't know what the concept yeah. is, but so, it doesn't sound right. So he's, his gut is, is on target. I was watching a video today of this looting of this street in Compton. Um, I think it was last night. A bunch of teens get together. They, they take a van and back it up through the wall of this bakery. And then they just swarm it and take everything. And this is a new thing. They're swarming these streets and just looting the streets. And I thought to myself, wow, could we just stop and talk here? Uh, I know it's awfully fun to loot uh, and to give it to the man. But what do you think your neighborhood and your town street is going to be like? Because if you do this, they're not going to be able to get insurance. Nobody's going to want to have their bakery or anything else there. So what happens when everybody moves out? that is providing a good or service for you because they can't afford all of the looting and stealing and the crime. You're going to go to somebody else's street and start to lose that loot that the answer is yes, but this burns itself out at some point because it cannot sustain. And we're already seeing this in, in sections of our country where, where people are like, I'm not, I'm not moving there. I can't, I can't do that. I can't afford it. There's no police, et cetera, et cetera. 
Christian nationalism in the worst form of it would say that the church needs to uh, couple with the government. No, 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 it doesn't. Jesus didn't couple with the government. Render under Caesar what that which is Caesar's. He's talking about an entirely different kingdom. Here's, here's the problem. It's our citizenship. What does it really mean to be a citizen of the United States of America? What does it mean? What is it you have to do? Have to do. There's not a lot you have to do. Obey the laws, but that's just in every country. Right? What is it you have to do as an American? What is it that we require people to do if they're coming in? We require them to answer a few questions that most Americans can't do. So you don't have to unless you're going to want to become a new America, American and you're coming in the front door. Um, we require you to learn a little bit, but we don't require, require you to profess that that's absolutely true. Did you read the book? Yep. All right, let me give you a test. Oh, you got them all right. Raise your hand. Is this your home country? Yes. Okay, go live your life. Do it. That's it. Our first citizenship to the kingdom of God is not like that. Narrow is the way. It is very tight. God, in his citizenship, he requires you to live a certain way. To, you know, you, when you got your citizenship, you know, in the kingdom of heaven, it's not like, okay, you read the Bible. Yes. All right. Moses had how many things that became the Mosaic law? Hint, it's, it's not 200. It's not eight. Could it be 10? There's no test like that. Yeah, I read the book. I got it. I got it. It's are you living it? And because church, and I shouldn't say church, because living a good, healthy, Judeo-Christian life or anything that is in service of the God Almighty, that teaches you that the best way to serve God is to serve your fellow man. Love thy neighbor. Love those who hate you. Don't steal. Don't covet. All of those things that we're doing in spades every single day. So being a good Christian makes you a good citizen of any country. But we have dismissed the Christians, and many of the Christians, quite honestly, are bad Christians. I mean, I, I can't even claim to be a, a good Christian. I, I try, but I don't know. I mean, I, the standard is going to be pretty high, and I don't think I'm living at that high of a level, but I'm trying. But there are people who are professing it who don't try at all, or they've so misread it that I know the answer, and you become this... I don't know, this Ivy League kind of attitude where you're telling everybody else how to live your life. No, you just live your life. Live an example. 
and love the people. You know, it's, it's amazing how we are shunning people, even in our own families that disagree with us. We're shunning people who are living in a way that we just oh, we can't tolerate. Uh. You know who really can't tolerate that? Jesus. Yet, strangely, he wasn't hanging out at the cocktail parties of all the really great people. He was hanging out in the slums with the prostitutes and the tax collectors and all of the sinners. And he wasn't like, uh, listen here, you people really, really, I despise you. So let me tell you exactly how to live. What he did is he befriended and he taught. I, uh, I, uh, I, I find it remarkable that Jesus could live amongst the people that were rejected and especially on the left but also on the right we don't want anything to do with those people how are you ever going to heal anything and by the way it was his example not the words in fact all the people that he was usually railing against you know the people in the in the synagogues and the churches the the pharisees it's because they were saying the words. They knew the words, but they weren't living it. They weren't living the spirit. They were living the letter of the law. That's totally different. That's like you coming here and living the letter of the law, which is totally legal to do, but not good for America. You live the spirit of the law. And that's what we're missing. And that's how you can love your country and love Christianity and know that most of the things in our Constitution, our Declaration, and our Bill of Rights come directly from the Bible. We don't need a priest to administer that. We need to be better people so we can administer love and justice, God's justice, and do the best we can in earthly justice. And until we get that, until we stop looking for a savior other than Christ, we're toast, and we're going to keep running into the same roadblocks. Stop looking for another savior. Stop looking for somebody to do it for you. You have all the power you need. So if you're a prepper like me, you probably realize all that stored food and water, it's, it's not going to do your family any good if you get sick and you don't have access to life-saving medications. I think about this all the time. We'll be watching something, you know, an old Western or something, and you'll see people like, oh, they're going to cut his leg off without any, without any sterilization, without any, forget painkillers, without any antibiotics. That's not going to work out well. If things break down and there is a, a, a break in the supply chain, there's already tons of medications that you're having a hard time getting. If you can't get the essential antibiotics, you know, you're going back to the 1800s before antibiotics. and A lot of people died from things that are easy to cure now. What happens if there's a breakdown in the supply chain? You, you're taking blood pressure or heart medicine. What happens? Jace Medical is where you need to go right now. JaceMedical.com. Enter the promo code PREPARED 
here's what happens. You're going to be asked to fill out a form. You get the prescriptions. Then you get the life-saving medication for your whole family for uh, uh, up to a year in advance. And it's kept at your house. Jace Medical can help you with all of this. JaceMedical.com. Enter the promo code PREPARED at checkout. That's promo code PREPARED at JaceMedical.com. Are opinions weighing you down? Call in and let it out. 888-727-BECK. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. It is uh, it is Friday. Anything planned this weekend for you, Stu? Any it's a exciting? great question, yeah. and, and one that does not cross my mind until this show ends on Friday. Every week, I know I never yeah. know what's coming up. It's because yeah, always... you're never sure you're going to survive the show. You know, well, that's a good like, point. It's a good honey, point. don't make any plans. I don't know if I'm going to get out of that jungle alive. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. So, but it's true. Like I, I, I don't know. I don't even think about what's coming up anymore. Have you, uh, have you seen? You know, I went over to London and I saw the ABBA experience, which is you're not able to describe it. You really are not able to describe it. It is like going to an ABBA concert in the 1970s. They look like they're actually there you are watching it's holograms is that what it is i don't exactly know what the technology is it was done by industrial light and magic and it is phenomenal it is like the best way to ever see anybody it's so weird too that they would pick abba i know band to like demonstrate this technology i know um so well a lot of people they broke up early and a lot of people said oh i really wanted to see abba i think that was their their thinking um and I've I've said, you know, groups that are alive today should be doing this like Taylor Swift should be recording herself right now with this um, because you could go to a Taylor Swift concert. They've just announced a new one and it is going to be the Elvis Evolution and it's going to uh, debut in London and then Vegas, Berlin, Tokyo. And it is Elvis 3D, if it's anything like, it's not the same people, so I don't know. But if it is anything like the ABBA experience, it will, you'll swear, if you take somebody and, and they don't know Elvis is dead, and they, you know, uh, you know don't, don't, don't recognize that kind of stuff, you'll, you'll, they'll swear they saw Elvis in concert. Really? Yeah. Now, obviously, Elvis did not record himself with this technology many years ago. That's why so. I kind of wonder. I wonder how they're going to do it. But they took all of well, the footage, Abba, right? Like, oh no, they did. They spent a year in in Industrial Light and Magic. They take the old, and then they recorded them with like a hundred and twenty cameras. Each person recorded today, today, singing the songs, and then they merged them. Oh uh, and but it is it, they look young. It looked like they're from the 1970s. Same costumes that they were wearing, everything, and it looks absolutely real. They say Elvis is uh, happening, and then Kiss just recorded themselves 
for a digital concert uh, as well. It, uh, when you see this technology, if it's as good as it is in London with ABBA, it will blow your mind. You've never seen anything like it. The Glenn Beck Program. ago i said on the air flippantly you know what i don't think the republicans are doing a damn thing about making sure that the only the people that are registered to vote legally are voting oh my a friend of mine wrote and said oh i have issue with you brother uh and so i promised they said right after the right after the holidays we'll have you on because She's going to share some things with us that you've probably not heard, and it will give you an awful lot of hope. There's a lot of people really working hard to make sure that this election is buttoned up and trustworthy. We're going to talk to her in 60 seconds. First, there is nothing quite as satisfying as knowing that everyone in the house is asleep but you, right? Don't you love it? You lie there in bed, and you look at the clock, and you're like, I'm going to go to sleep! You just watch the clock tick. Oh, it's wonderful. Guessing you've uh, you've had that experience uh, from time to time. Just like the regular relief factor that you might take for pain, relief factor sleep is 100% drug free. With its blend of natural ingredients, it's designed to promote healthy sleep by reducing anxiety and distress and improving mood and promoting relaxation. I should be taking this right now. Uh, maybe some in the audience do because I hear a lot of them fall asleep during the program. Uh, I know from ex- uh, from experience that it works. Works for my wife. We both take it a couple of times a week. It never grogs you out. You don't feel it in your body. Again, it's all natural. It's 1995. Unleash the power of great sleep by calling 800 the number four relief. That's 800 the number four relief. Relieffactor.com. Dream big and sleep tight. We, we have to say a very humble hello to Cleta Mitchell. She's an election attorney. She is a conservative partnership institute senior legal fellow and was somebody who was, I, I caused a lot of angst before the holidays. Cleta, how are you? I'm fine, Glenn. <laughs> Good. <laughs> I'm fine. But let, but let me correct one thing that, uh, to be sure. What I what I am going to talk about, this is not something the Republican Party is doing. So yes. you were right about that. This Correct. is something grassroots patriots and people, volunteers are doing. It's not the party. Right. And <laughs> and that was my point. But then, you know, when, when you reached out to me, 
I felt bad because there's a lot of people that are really sacrificing a lot of time and you're making great progress on, yes. on a few things. And I want to talk to you about them. Okay, so, great. So, so tell me overall what's happening. Where are we really hitting? Where have we gained ground on just cleaning up the rolls and making sure that it's going to be a tight election? Well, look, I mean, one thing, let me just set the stage for you just a, a bit. Um, the left has been about the business of wrecking our election system for 30 years. And in particular, uh, the National Voter Registration Act was Bill Clinton's very first uh, piece of legislation when he was elected president. And it was the first piece passed back in 1993, the National Voter Registration Act, Motor Voter. We all remember now we have to, when you register, when you go get a driver's license, you register, they register you to vote. That has created all kinds of havoc on the voter rolls. And the other part of that federal law is it puts shackles on uh, local jurisdictions, election offices, as well as the states in terms of allowing them to remove people who've moved away, et cetera, et cetera. Blackout periods and all kinds of waiting periods and a cumbersome process. So let's start with the fact that the Democrats and, of course, Republicans have in Congress basically been asleep at the wheel on these issues for many decades. Fast forward to 2020. The day after that election, citizens all over this country woke up and said, wait a minute, what has happened to our election system? And so that's when I joined the National, uh, the Conservative Partnership Institute as a senior legal fellow focused solely on building, trying to build a permanent infrastructure of citizens, volunteers across the country to be come involved in their local election offices, same way parents have realized they've got to be involved in their school boards and know what's going on. So we started a year ago. Um, so I wrote a guidebook. It's called uh, the uh, Citizen's Guide to Building an Election Integrity Infrastructure. And people can go to our website and download it. It's free. It's www.whoscounting.us, and we have videos, training videos, how people can get involved. One of the tracks is cleaning voter rolls, and we started a year ago a national working group on cleaning voter rolls, and we have literally, there are hundreds, actually thousands of citizens across the country working in their local election offices, identifying duplicates, dead people, people who have moved. And I mean, it's to me, it's pretty remarkable what they are doing. And we also have been working to try to get Congress to change the federal law to get the federal government out of the um, business of dictating to states telling them when they can and cannot clean their voter rolls. So that's a little bit of the background. So so wait, 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 tell me. This is going on in how many states and districts? Because I this uh, this what I fear uh, is that we are cleaning things up, and this is really good in states like Texas, et cetera, et cetera, uh, Florida. But the problem states like Georgia or uh, uh, Michigan, Wisconsin, maybe there's not anything being done there. Is that well, accurate or no- not? Well, no, it's not accurate. We're trying. We're trying hard. And in fact, Georgia, let me just talk about Georgia for a moment, because that's one of 
the the places where the most work is going on. Mm. And of course, where we're having to fight with Mark Elias, who's threatened all of the county election offices in Georgia with litigation if they uh, if they listen to these citizen challenges. But let me just give you a couple of updates about Georgia. We have uh, one thing that's really amazing is uh, a retired physician, Dr. Rick Richards, has created a software that he is making available to volunteers all over the country that will allow them to run their voter rolls against other databases for free. He's making it available for free to them. And so they can run it against the the national change of address, who's moved. They can run it to determine who are duplicates. Mm. Um, And so, and he's actually gotten this software adopted by a county in Georgia that said, well, this is what we need because our job under the law is to clean the voter rolls. Of course, let me just pause just a moment. When that happened, the left has come after him, after me, because I introduced him to the National Working Group on Voter Rolls at the uh, Election Integrity Network uh, hosts, and they've done uh, CBS, ABC, they've all done hit pieces, the Atlanta Journal-Constitution, saying that this is terrible, we're trying to suppress the vote by cleaning the voter rolls. Just so you know, we always have to deal with that. And, um, but, we're undeterred, you know, I'm used to that. He He's used to that. And so nonetheless, we're moving forward. There's a gentleman in uh, Fulton County, Georgia, who has personally uh, been through the voter rolls and has filed over uh, 11,000 challenges to duplicates and bad registrations in Fulton County. And these counties in Georgia are required by state law to hear citizen challenges and act upon those within 30 days. And they've been threatened. The counties have been threatened by Mark Elias, literally who sent a a letter threatening them um, to all the counties. But there was just a decision earlier this week in which um, that challenge, the the statute that, um, under state law that allows citizens to come in and challenge a bad registration uh, was upheld by a a court. So I think that that's going to open the way to move forward with these challenges. But we have in some states, so Fulton County has stopped hearing challenges. That doesn't mean the people are not out there identifying the problems, we're probably now just going to have to start filing our own lawsuits to force them to actually follow state law. In other states, like take a blue state like New Mexico. I know we don't think of that as a swing state any longer, but those volunteers have been able, under the most difficult circumstances, to get over 30,000 bad registrations removed from the voter rolls there. Cleta, um, is, and, is, there yeah. is there any way you can guess or know if any of those had been used fraudulently in the past? Well, it, we do know, yes, we do know in the, in the states where the cast vote records are public records, we can see, we do know that there are registrants who we now see are deceased who've cast ballots. But, you know, one of the things that is problematic is getting these election officials anywhere to uh, be willing there it's hard to describe the intimidation that has gone on by the left and the infiltration by the left 
in the election system of our country. I mean, the Capital Research Center estimates that leftist billionaires have invested, including big left-wing foundations, have invested between 11 and $14 billion in the last decade building this gigantic leftist uh, infrastructure into every aspect of our, our voting and our election process. So it's very difficult to get these election officials to, to willingly want to turn somebody over for prosecution. So what we focused on with the voter rolls is in really training people to make, to sit down and, and make friends in advance if they possibly can with a local election official to say, we're not here to attack you. We're not here to uh, berate you. We have a we have volunteers who are willing to help you do your job because they always say they're overworked, et cetera. And um, and so by doing that, we have seen these situations in county after county, New Jersey. There's a group of volunteers. They in one county, they were able to remove over 7000 bad registrations this past year. And so it. People say, well, what difference does it make? Well, it makes a difference because when you have bad dirt, you had dirty voter rolls, you have people registered multiple times. What the left has been intent upon doing is getting legislatures and election officials, sometimes without legislative authority, as happened in uh, Georgia in 2020, to send a a ballot, either an absentee ballot or an absentee ballot application to everybody on the voter rolls. Well, if you've got somebody registered seven times, they're going to get seven ballots. Mm-hmm. And that's a big issue that we're fighting right now in Nevada and Clark County. And that group of people out there have made friends and built relationships and credibility with the election office. And they are literally going through the roles and providing evidence. And when the, they provide the evidence that is, can be confirmed by the registrar, they are moving those people from active to inactive. May not sound like a big deal. They don't get an automatic ballot. In Nevada, they get an automatic. Everybody on the active list gets an That's automatic crazy. ballot. That's crazy. So we've got all these volunteers who are working against the clock to move as many of those bad registrations off the active list so they don't get live ballots, so we don't have these live ballots floating around everywhere in Uh, Clark County. All right, hang on just a second, Cleta. We're talking to Cleta Mitchell. She's an election attorney on what is being done at the state level. I'm going to come back and ask her to explain something new called Eagle Eye that is, is making the feathers of the left uh, even more ruffled, but we'll tell you about it in just a second. First, Jay wrote in about his dog's experience with Rough Green. He says, Ginger loves Rough Green. She's four years old and can be a picky eater sometimes. But with Rough Green, she eats her food immediately and she has more energy and is more regular. Keep it coming, Rough Greens. Uh, sounds to me like Ginger started enjoying Rough Greens right out of the gate. It was the same with my dog, Uno, and we started noticing a difference almost overnight. I mean, it was remarkable. Rough Greens is not a dog food. It's a supplement developed by naturopathic Dr. Dennis Black that you sprinkle on the dog's food. Remember, brown food is dead food. You want the green stuff. And if it's healthy for your dog, it's most likely in Rough Greens. The folks at Rough Greens are so confident your dog's going to love it. They want to give you a special deal. Your first trial bag of Rough Greens for your dog for free. 
You just pay for shipping. You get your first trial bag for free if you call 833-GLEN-33, 833-G-L-E-N-N-33, or roughgreens.com slash Beck. 10 seconds, station ID. So, Cleta, tell me about Eagle Eye and what that is. Well, that's the software that I mentioned earlier that was developed by uh, Dr. Rick Richards and his son, John Richards. Um, it, John is in the, in the business. Uh, Dr. Richards is a retired physician, and he, but he has, this has been uh, something he's been doing for many years, is developing different kinds of software. And so he got interested as a volunteer in developing a software that could assist in the in the com- comparison uh, to automate comparison of the voter rolls, the voter list against other databases, and that's what he is making available to uh, these groups across the country, these citizen groups. And, and it's being considered in twenty three states. I think Texas is using it now, right? Oh, there are lots of states that are using it, and um, in terms of they're going to de- they're in the process of developing a different software that can be used by official offices by the state or by local jurisdictions but i will tell you that there has been a concerted effort on the left to stop uh to 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 try to stop eagle eye in its tracks uh to attack dr richards to attack me uh, i'm kind of a dog whistle for the left uh which is you know, because they say my name and that because I did volunteer legal work for President Trump post-election 2020, then, you know, and I haven't let them scare me away um, to you. keep on working in these arenas. But they, 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 we've had all these bad, well, I consider them positive press announcements, but they're intended to, to right. basically get uh, jurisdictions to not accept uh, any data presented that's used Eagle Eye, but I don't think they're having an effect that, you know, we're, Dr. Rick is still working with all these states and uh, local volunteers and making big progress so, and helping people. It's automating it, but it still takes the time of volunteers. We need more volunteers. So, Cleta, let, let me ask you, the where are the billionaires and the Republican Party on this? What, why are we... Why do we constantly struggle with that on our side? Oh, well, the Republican Party is just not interested in this area. Why? I mean, they're, they're, well, because it, the, you want to know why I really think? Because yeah. the consultants, the political consultants can't see a way to make money on it. And so they call the shots. And that's basically why you don't have the party wow. involved. In, in, in anything like this. Now, the, I will say this, the, the Election Integrity Task Force that Ronna McDaniel appointed after the November 2020 election, they did a comprehensive review, and this was an area that they said our party should be involved in this. But they're not doing it. Not. No. But they're not. not. They're not. not. And, and, and so our efforts are nonpartisan because right. you know do i think that most of the people involved in this are, are conservatives yes but and they probably vote republican but we are not doing this to help or hurt a candidate the 
I will tell you, these volunteers, it makes me cry, frankly, to talk about it. I sent out a, I see the work that they're doing. I sent out an email, frankly, uh, after your guys said that, you know, ask if I would do the show today. And I said, hey, can you give me some facts and stats that I can share with Lynn? And I've just been overwhelmed with these emails and things that people have said that they're doing. It's just phenomenal. Why don't you strip them so the so the names aren't there, uh, so we don't we don't cause trouble for people. I did. Okay. Good. Good. Yeah, and I've got more to send to them because I got more last night. Good. So I did send that to your guys. We'll we'll post it at glenbeck.com. Cleta, if you need volunteers, uh, they just go to who'scounting.us. They go to who'scounting.us and sign up. It may say be a poll observer or whatever, but if you if you say you want to work on voter rolls or we have other areas, we do have we've got to protect vulnerable voters in nursing homes and group homes Big from time. the attacks by the left. That and we train people how to do that. We train people how to start a local task force to oversee their local election office. All voting takes place locally, unless it's overseas voting, which is a whole different topic. But but. We have to have our people think how much of a difference those few, the, the minority of parents who got involved mm-hmm. and shared and told, here's what's going on, blew the whistle on what was going on in these government schools and realizing parents are realizing if you're, if my child is going to be in a government school, I need to be at the school board meetings. I need to know what's going on. It is the same thing with elections. And these volunteers all over the country who are working so hard on cleaning voter rolls, uh, they, they make me cry. Cleta, thank you. Again, who'scounting.us. Get involved. Who'scounting.us. Glenn Beck. Okay, do yourself a favor. Um, you'll thank me later. I want you to go online and check out MyPillow's website right now. If you've ever thought of buying anything from them, they're having an enormous blowout sale at MyPillow. Everything, everything is on sale. The lowest prices they've ever offered, plus free shipping for your entire order. 50% on MyPillow 2.0 or 50% off the new flannel sheets. Their six-pack towel set, $29.98 right now. It's enormous. Take advantage of free shipping, especially on the larger items, such as the mattress toppers, 100% made in the USA and on sale for as low as $99.99. You'll also find sales on their kitchen towels, their dog beds, their blankets, and so much more with the promo code BECK. To find the offer, just go to MyPillow.com. You'll click on the radio listener special square and check out everything that I've mentioned and more on sale. Remember, it's MyPillow.com. MyPillow.com. Enter the promo code BECK. You can also use the promo code BECK if you know what you want. You just call them up at 800-966-3117. 800-966-3117. It's MyPillow.com. And it's BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. The code Glenn Plus. You can now save 30 bucks off your annual subscription to Blaze TV.
Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. Next Thursday, a week from yesterday, we're going to be releasing a brand new Blaze original documentary. These are something new that have started because of Blaze Plus. Um, the uh, It's the truth on Colony Ridge, and it is exclusively for Blaze TV subscribers. A month from now or so, we make it available for everybody. Um, but uh, on Monday, I'm going to give you just a little taste of the documentary that we've been working on. It is a game changer. It's a game changer. Uh, and I'll tell you more about it on, uh, on Monday. But this is, this is what makes our country a third world country. And uh, as you will see, there's not a lot anybody wants to do to stop it. So that's uh, on Monday and the thing will come out on, the documentary comes out on Thursday. So make sure you join us at blazetv.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code uh, Glenn Plus and save thirty bucks off your year subscription. Nobody wanting to stop it. You can apply it to the entire border situation, right? Oh yeah. I and mean, it doesn't seem like anyone really cares. I guess, uh, particularly in the administration. You know, we had these new numbers that came out. It was what three hundred and two thousand mm-hmm. that crossed in one month, the mm-hmm. highest in history. And I was going through the the numbers to look back at where we've been. And really, since Joe Biden took office, we've been between 150 and 250,000 illegal immigrants every single month. And, you know, you think, okay, well, 300,000 is up, but, you know, it's not that far up. You can lose perspective <laughs> yeah, quickly easily because that's 20%, maybe, you know, the average is probably, honestly, about almost 50%. Um, but still, you could say, all right, well... It's up, but how? it's not up that much. Is it really that bad? Well, go back in history a little bit. I went back to 2000, just 2014. You go back to the Obama administration. You get all the Trump years in there. And you look at the chart and you see almost all the years are, are you know, correlated. They're all very closely kind of packed together mm-hmm. in one area, except for one year, 2019, where you do see a real peak, an out-of-the-ordinary sort of outlier peak mm-hmm. um, where it goes way up above all the other years. And, and what was that number way up above all the others? It's important to note too. It was a peak. It came up and it came down, right? Okay. Like almost immediately mm-hmm. um, in 2019, that peak in 2019 was 150,000. So it was a little bit less than that. Now, almost the entire Biden administration has been spent between 150000 per month and 250000 per month. The peak of any year from 2014 to 2019 was a couple of months. And you remember that time. It was the caravans, mm-hmm. and we were talking mm-hmm. about it quite a bit. Um, but it did go up there. It peaked, and then it dropped down almost immediately. If you look at all of the other and years— And we said at the time, this is a trial run. Remember? Mm. This is trial run. Look at what's happening. They are— they are this is an invasion and if it works it's going to be going on forever uh and uh it turns out yeah that's exactly because i just went back and looked at one of the monologues from 2018 on that very subject oh really yeah yeah um the average for all of the other years between 2014 and 2019 was about 40,000 now you know occasionally it would bump up to 50 or 60 but I mean, about 40,000, there are months that are almost, you know, close to 10,000, right? So almost, you know, in, I mean, that still seems like a lot to me. Like it seems like a lot to just yeah. allow 10,000 people into your country that are uh, illegal immigrants, but still that number is nothing compared to what we're doing now. 
and we're over 300,000. This is like, you know, there's a big story in the New York Times today that said Biden is receiving pressure about on the border and mm-hmm. not just from Republicans. Oh, yeah. We're now to the point where Democrats are like, okay, like we agree with you. We should let everybody in, blah, 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 blah. But like, come on, this is killing us. And of course, it's misreported in the New York Times that mo- they say, I believe the quote was, most of the illegal immigrants have been sent by Greg Abbott. This is not true at all. I mean, it's a, it's a small percentage so overall. Crazy. Um, you know, of the illegal immigrants that have gone to cities like New York. You got 5 million people coming across the border. You think the busload of 60 at a time is is making a dent? I think the number is something like 25,000 that have been sent from Texas. I mean, we have 300,000 in a month that are crossing the border. Now, they don't all go to New York City. A lot of them do go to these big cities, though, and a lot of them are, are put there by the administration, who has been sending them there as well. It's not just been a, a, a conservative talking point. It's been something that's happened to communities all across the country. Now, of course, the border states feel this the worst, and that's why Abbott I mean, started I, doing this. I, I, here's, give, let me give you a headline. Yeah. What pops out at you? Denver to spend $180 million on migrants in 2024. Mayor calls it unsustainable. What pops out to you? $180 million in 2024. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Mayor calls it-, calls it unsustainable. I mean, a lot pops out there. Yeah, okay. $180 million is a lot. Uh, $180 million. The mayor of Denver. This yeah, is not some com- you know, conservative community complaining about illegal immigration. Okay. It's $180 million for the next year for Denver. One hey, city. Denver, what do you think it's like for Houston, for Dallas, for San Antonio, for Austin? What do you think it is for Phoenix, for Tucson? What are you, crazy? Imagine oh, what it is. Imagine what it yeah. is. We were spending, an, I think, an Eagle Pass. It was... $20,000 a day just in medical care. People come up and they needed emergency services. So it was like $20,000 a day. It was some crazy amount of money for this little teeny town. I mean, it, it, doesn't, it doesn't work. Then you have New Jersey. New Jersey is, is suing. Isn't it New Jersey that's suing? New York. Is, New York yeah. is suing. Mm-hmm. Well, they're going to have to sue New Jersey too because New Jersey is taking them off the buses that have been sent to New Jersey. By the way, the federal government is flying planes in the middle of the night into states. Um, New Jersey is now putting them on trains. They'll get off a bus and they're like, hey, here's a ticket to the train. See you in New York City. Yeah, because New York basically came up with a rule trying to ban these buses from coming in. And so they've been dropping them off at the train stations right outside the border in Jersey City and all these other places. And they just take the train right across the border into New York, where, again, I mean, so much of this problem comes from the 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 New York uh, rules, which state a guaranteed right to shelter. So anyone who comes in, anyone of any, whether legal or not. If they're in New York City, they must give them shelter. This is why they have over 200 hotels now filled with illegal immigrants in, in New York City. Can you imagine this? Uh, how do you how how do these hotels ever go back? How do they ever go back? They'll become flop houses. Just because you're, I mean, you're pulling them out of the market. 
you know, for tourists and everything yeah. else. You're, 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 I'm, I'm guessing that it's, you know, it's not necessarily the tidiest group of people. Um, you're, you're only getting the bottom of the scale uh, of tenants, if you will. That aren't paying, right? Yeah, that aren't they don't paying. have a, an ownership have, interest in keeping the place a, beautiful. Right. They, what are you going to do? Kick me out? I mean, right to what shelter. What is going to happen to these places? I mean, and, and you know, there was a the story, this is from a couple of months back, but it was a pretty nice hotel and they had a nice restaurant inside of it, a, a restaurant that somehow yeah. made it through COVID. Yes. Um, and finally got to reopen after the months and months and months and months they they forced them to be closed. They finally got to reopen. And then uh, all they of a migrant their, hotel. it became a migrant hotel. So no one's going to eat at the fancy restaurant at the migrant hotel, right? Like they're not like coming down for nice steak dinners. So they just had to close, just had to close, close up shop and give it. They, of course, gave Can a nice imagine? big statement about how wonderful legal immigrants are on the way out. But that was basically what let happened. Me, let me let me let me ask you this. Imagine you're somebody who came here legally or you came here even illegally. But you are working, okay? You really are trying to better yourself, okay? And you're working at a New York hotel, and you work your ass off. I don't know if you've, I mean, when you go and stay at a, at a hotel, they're usually non-citizens or new citizens, and they work hard. And I can't, I can't imagine the crap they take from, you know, rich people, Um but now imagine you've been working that job. You're trying to keep your kids mm. in school. You're paying taxes, and you're now cleaning the rooms of the illegals. Can you imagine that? What a slap in the face! Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh! Yeah, and you know, look, sixty Republicans went down to the border. There's a great video that kind of went viral, and you've seen the video a million times. Of you know, you're looking at the border. You're seeing a bunch of illegal immigrants cross the border, walking across with no no sense of urgency, right? There's not like, oh my gosh, we got to get across. We're, we're in danger. We're going to get caught. It's just walking across because that's what they do now. Mm. And then the camera slowly zooms in. And in the background of the shot, you see the 60 Republicans and them giving their speeches right there. They're crossing the border right in front of the Republicans who are there trying to shore up the border. I mean, there is no welcome to America. No shame, right? Yeah. And so, but the, and then what's interesting about the sixty Republicans going down there is it is a pretty clear signal. This is not just about trying to stop what's going on at the border, which of course, I mean, I do think Republicans do care about this. Uh, certainly, their their voters do. But this is a clear signal as to the approach they're going to try um, when it comes to this election. They're going to make the border a central issue. It should be. Should be. It's been ignored for years. As I've said, you know, we just talked about this. This is not. This, this is, is not. This is not the typical. It's no, not. It's not. This it's is completely this is a, out of control. Yeah. This is a, an emergency, a national emergency. By the way, um, you know, I've been telling you about all how, what the other states are doing in the cities and how they're all collapsing. Uh, in California, they've decided to go the extra mile. Um, they're now going to uh, provide sex change surgery and hormone therapy uh, and include that in the free health care coverage for illegal immigrants in California. So, I mean, sunshine all the time, beautiful beaches. You know, eventually those homes will probably be empty. 
I mean, why would you go to New York or or Denver? If you're from South America, you would probably say, why not go to California? And I'm going to have a sex change for free as well. Free Phillips, free sex changes. Ding, ding. All right, let me tell you about uh, Patriot Mobile. Patriot Mobile's mission on their website is to passionately defend our God-given constitutional rights and freedoms and to glorify God always. What do they do? What That's their mission statement? What do they do? They're a cellular phone company? Yeah, they're Patriot Mobile. They know glorifying God means give people an honest deal, be honest, be good to people, serve people. But they also know that our God-given constitutional rights and freedoms, they know who they come from, and they know they're under attack. When you're with Patriot Mobile, know that a portion of your bill is going to the kinds of causes that you stand for. Unlike, And it's not even, I mean, it's their profit. They're taking it out of their profit. They could be saving it or, you know, like Verizon, could be sending it to Planned Parenthood. They offer nationwide dependable coverage, access to all three major networks, so you're on the same coverage without sending the money to leftist causes, and you're saving money. It's patriotmobile.com slash Beck or call 972-PATRIOT. patriotmobile.com slash Beck, 972-PATRIOT. Make sure you use the offer code Beck. Make the switch today and save. 972-PATRIOT. The following content identifies as a commercial. Isn't that lovely? The Glenn Beck Program. We'll be right back. Uh, let me uh, give you a strange story here. First of all, from Boston, we're going to go cut one. Here's a uh, video of a Boston Democrat uh, who is supposed to be taking the oath of office and is not doing it. Watch. And will support the Constitution thereof. And will support the Constitution thereof. So help me God. So help me God. I do solemnly swear. I do solemnly swear. That I will faithfully and impartially discharge. That I will faithfully and impartially discharge and perform all the duties. Incumbent on me. Incumbent on me. As a member of the Boston City Council. See, if you're watching, okay, so City Council, not the lady in the white or the man in the black, but the the woman in between. Oh, you can barely see her there. You barely see her, and she's not saying a word. And. Somebody spotted this at the thing and brought it to the council and said, she didn't take the oath of office. So they said, you've got to come back in and take the oath of office. She didn't. She won't come in to take the oath of office. Uh, Maybe you shouldn't be in office then? Maybe? That's strange. Open contempt. But she won't do it? No. Isn't that a requirement of the job? <laughs> I, I think so. I mean, like, I, you couldn't I, become president of the nope. United States without the oath of, uh, nope. of office, could I, you? Nope. I think so. Now, mm. she may be all, you know, very distracted because she doesn't have her Stanley Cup 
from Target, uh, you know, the Red Valentine one. And uh, people are being trampled for those now. Trampled for the yeah. Red Stanley Cup. Yeah, that's, uh, yep, that's, that's. Do you have 500,000 of these at your house? That's what we have. Every one of our cabinets is filled with these cups. No. I don't know when they became, I don't understand how they became this big thing. They're nice cups. They, they keep stuff really cold. They're, they're great. Are but. these just people, do you remember, you might be too young, the green industrial thermos, you know, like all the iron workers had those green, and those were Stan, those were made by Stanley. Oh, really? I don't yeah, know. Yeah. Are they the thermos people? I mean, that's they go basically in? what they make now, right? The, they're right. Just like, they're kind, but, I mean, there's a bunch of companies in that space, right? But, um, but I think the thermos people are also the ones that make the tape measures and the screwdrivers and everything else. Okay, I don't think those are the same companies. I mean, I don't know. I don't. I don't think. I don't think. Well, because I tra- people- if, the, if I had if I had a cup that had the logo of the tool people, mm. oh, I'd trample. I'd trample a whole store full of people. That's true. You know, they should start making those immediately. Every company that has Stanley in their name yeah. should just start making the cups. And they're not. You know, what's crazy is uh, they're not free. No. People are beating each other and paying for it.